And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hello, Tour Story listeners. Thank you for your continued support, and welcome to Season 4. I'd like to take a second to thank our friends and sponsors over at Isotope. Here at Ruinous, Chris and I rely heavily on easy-to-use tools like RX and Ozone for all of our audio repair, mixing, and mastering. Now, Tour Story listeners can get 10% off Isotope plugins or try Music Production Suite Pro for free for 30 days using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. To get your discount and check out all of their easy-to-use products, go to isotope.com slash ruinous. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com slash ruinous. And use code FRET10. And thank you for listening. Hi, Stella. Hi. How's it going? It's great. Going great. The sunny day today here in Athens. Oh, you're um, in Athens. Yes. All right. I've been to Athens once. Amazing. You should you should come again. I will. I was only there for 12 hours. Oh, that's a really short period. <laughs> oh, man, I was bummed. But uh, while I was there for the 12 hours, it was awesome. I just played a show and turned around and left. Oh. I know. <laughs> So how's uh, Athens feeling these days? Um, I'd say a bit crazy. We were in lockdown for a pretty long period. As of yesterday, we're not wearing masks anymore or showing like certificates and stuff like that. And everybody's just out and about. And so it feels a bit crazy right now. But, you know, it, yeah, it's back to normal. And yeah. Well, congratulations. I hope that's a good thing. 
Sometimes it isn't. Here in, here in the States, we've had it open up and then, you know, infections went up again. But then we learned from that mistake. So uh, I hope it's a good for you. I, I bet it will be. Plus, I think being in a good state of mind because it's springtime and summer is soon, I think that that adds to your health and your strength. So I bet it'll Definitely. be fine. Definitely, the weather is a lot better. Uh, we, I think we have we have, we had a tough winter. Um, it snowed and it never snows here. So whoa, yeah, twice wow. actually. <laughs> wow. So, so in the last couple of years, um, what did you what did you find yourself doing that was unexpected to make it through your lockdowns and other limitations that a global pandemic brings us? So I think when the pandemic first started i had just released my previous album on arbitus records uh called mm-hmm. the break <laughs> so the album yeah. was called the break and then <laughs> this massive break <laughs> uh we had uh, all of a sudden and it felt kind of weird in the beginning because i i, f- I felt like everybody kind of needed it you know <laughs> people yeah. around and you know uh, the government said okay you all have to stay in your houses and everybody did which was crazy for Greek people because Greek people never listen to a thing. (laughs) They're not. uh, uh, They love anarchy. and (laughs) We love anarchy, I think, yeah. So it was really weird to see everybody just staying in their houses and not going anywhere. And I was like cycling around the city and it was like a bomb hit. There was nobody outside. Um, That was super strange. So in that moment, you know, I think I also relaxed and I hadn't relaxed. Mm -hmm. and, And... a number of years so i think i i would say i re- i relaxed these two last years and but was also thinking about what to do next and also started working on on puzzles <laughs> puzzles yes i love puzzles do you do the complicated ones with 8000 bazillion pieces and uh, yeah, nothing like, on well, them like two <laughs> no i did like the uh, Still trying to finish this one. That the recent one is two thousand pieces, and it's all the Star Wars uh, figures, and yeah, it's crazy. It's cool spaceships and everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, you have a new record coming out on Sub Pop. Yeah, my favorite. Re- yeah, <laughs> one of my favorite record labels. Um, it's called Up and Away. It comes out June seventeenth, and uh, I've gotten to listen to it. And it has such a wide variety of influences um, That's from true. from what I hear is traditional Greek music, uh, electro pop, a little bit of, you know, something like Stereo Lab, and of course, some 60s stuff and maybe even a little Fleetwood Mac. Uh, <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I gather. And I, I had it on shuffle. Uh, the last two nights while I was making dinner, which is a great dinner record, by the way. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. I, I, yeah, I really like all the, um, you know, all, all the things you mentioned. Really, yeah. I feel close to every single thing you said. <laughs> oh, good. Well, and I wanted to ask you, um, did you grow up in Athens? I did. And what was your musical experience growing up there? How did you see, hear, or uh, share music? I listen, as I was, you know, growing up, I think I was listening to a lot of my parents' records and they had, they had a variety of, of things that like you would find uh, old Greek uh, albums 
of the 50s and the 60s, but you would also find like Julio Iglesias. <laughs> I'm, mm-hmm. not, I'm not sure if I'm saying the name right, but Random Records by Tony Matola, who was a jazz guitarist, and that was one of my favorite records. And it had like basically covers of other songs, but he played them on the guitar like in a really funny way. Funny, I mean, like, yeah, it was cute. So I, I think I listened to a lot of different stuff. And then I started buying my own records when I was like eight or 10. And the first records I ever bought was a record by The Doors and this other one by Whitney Houston. Which Doors record? I can't remember. I think it had, it was something like their greatest hits. Okay. So I think it was just a picture of Jim Morrison on the cover. Yeah, yeah. that was the first Doors record I got. I was I asked because I just purchased L.A. Woman. Oh, amazing. It is such a great, I guess I knew, but I've forgotten how good uh, L.A. Woman is as a record. So, yes, I think I'm, I've been influenced by a lot of Greek uh, folk music of the 50s and the 60s. I really like, you know, the sound of the bouzoukis really uh, carved in my brain. <laughs> mm-hmm. And just the melodies of that era, you know, people would sing. I mean, you know, the melody would kind of like ground you you know like it was really strong and yeah and how did you did you see a lot of music live did you play music um i didn't see a lot of music live until i was i think my first concert was when i was 13 and we were with my parents um on this island and there was this random concert by this band that later became really huge in greece uh, they're called Tripes. But I was so excited at that first concert. They, I think everybody stepped on me because I was 13. But I had a, <laughs> I had a great time. I was dancing between these, like, you know, uh, taller people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it was great. I, I, loved list, I loved to listen to music, though, a lot. And later, when I was, like, 15, I went through this period uh, where I was listening 50s and 60s music of American music. 50s and 60s music the chiffons and etta james and i was crazy about all, all uh, that era and you say that bazooki is maybe one of your favorite instruments uh, i'm not sure if it's my favorite like uh, but it's really it has a really the sound you know just like i, f- I feel really warm about it the reason i bring that up is because as a bouzouki often is the lead melody instrument in Greek music. And I've noticed on a couple of your songs that adhere a little bit more to traditional Greek melodies that your vocals and um, I don't know if it's a bouzouki. Sometimes it sounds like a keyboard that's closer to a farfisa. And a lot of times the the melody, the main melody is played both by a lead instrument and your vocals. And yeah. <laughs> I really like that. I think it's I what I think it does is it adds a ton of energy to the song, especially if it's a chorus or something. Yeah, that's kind of typical. I mean, w- uh, if you listen to uh, uh, older Greek uh, folk songs where there's bouzouki, it's really common that the bouzouki will follow the melody of the voice of the vocals. So it's it's a um, it's a typical thing to do if you're a bouzouki player. Right. And and how do you know what comes first, the vocal melody or the bouzouki melody when you're writing? 
where well in my case the vocal melody came first uh because we were making the album with tom and tom actually had the idea of bringing in a bouzouki player for the album and i was super excited with that idea because as a greek i would you know um i was almost shy to do that before this uh-huh. <laughs> in my in my other records you know so then you know we after i had made all the vocals and so we brought in uh christos kondras who's the uh, musician who plays buzuki in our album and he's just like brilliant so i'm really grateful about that uh it sounds like you were a little bit shy to bring in the bazooki or not interested and that's one thing i thought about when i first heard up and away is for me i'm excited to hear the the greek influence rather than you know just a western influence pop record and right. <laughs> um but a lot of people reject their traditional music and uh i'm glad that you didn't <laughs> no i mean i it's weird because if you listen to like previous albums that i've done i i play guitars and i try to make them sound like a bouzouki because they're mm. always two or three you know and yeah but it was uh i was i had it in my mind but i would not do it so it was funny that right. actually someone from the uk came and said let's do it you know like, <laughs> yeah <Right. laughs> let's do it <laughs> Uh, it's easier for someone who's not Greek to suggest uh, bu- <laughs> a bouzouki entry in an album. Sure, the power of objectivity. Um, have you have you performed any of these songs, or have any plans to tour up in a while? Um, well, I haven't yet, but I'm hoping to tour with this album for sure. I'd love to. Um, we're discussing about a U.S. tour, but it's still, you know talking about it so we'll see if we can make it happen because it's a long wait i live in greece it's like a different the other side of the planet <laughs> yeah it's always harder to come there when you're that far away well i hope you come over here I'd, I'd love to see it i hope so too well um until then i'd like to play up and away from up and away is that cool yes amazing here we go i 
<laughs> Great song. Great, thank you. Uh, so, you we talked a little bit about Tom Calvert. Uh, yes. Can you tell me how you two wound up teaming up to make up in a way? Right. So, um, I was just returning from a tour I had done um, around the Balkans. The last show I was going to play was in Athens. So a friend of mine who's a, a Greek promoter knew Tom, and Tom was in Athens at the time. So he brought him at the final show I did in Athens. So after the show, Tom came up and said, Yay, hi, you know, I like your voice and I like your music. And would you like to work on something together? Yeah, and then we, we you know, we started talking and we, we kind of worked on a couple of songs that were um they were not so vintage i'd say you know the mm -hmm. the sound so they were more like pop and closer to the stuff i've done before i think but then i i was listening to a lot of krungbin at the time uh-huh i was obsessed with krungbin actually and me too um, yeah <laughs> and tom was listening to like arisan and iranian just music you know and i think it was you know, just the perfect timing. We, I think, we were both interested in in doing something more, um, yeah, more mellow and more vintage. And the fact that a lot of the songs on this album are really like slow and mellow, I, I really like. Um, you know, I fell for that. <laughs> yeah, it's um, the the one thing that really sticks out to me, and it's a little bit technical and maybe boring, but you two picked the the perfect reverbs for the era. <laughs> And I think that that lends a lot to the overall sound of the record and and feel of the record. Yeah. <laughs> it also reminds me a little bit of a band called Dingay Fever. Have you ever heard of them? Ah, uh, yes, yes, of course. So some of your music before this record or the last couple records were from your band's Chest and I, uh, Fever Kids. Fever Kids, I started this band with uh, a friend of mine, Alexis, back in like 2011. And it was a side thing. And it was just the beginning for me because I was really, really a very shy person to start working on music by myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, in the beginning, I think I started just working with people so I could get over my shyness in a way. And Fever Kids was more like a dream pop duo <laughs> that's what we call ourselves right. so i was listening to a lot of beach house back then because you know that album teen dream was just out and so everything was really like dreamy in a way right um, and it, was, it seemed to be pretty synth based yes and then well chest it's just the band we, <laughs> me and another friend bobby's came up with uh because we wrote this one song and so we had to come up with a name because the song went in this combination. Uh, so, yeah. So it was just one song with that band. Oh, it was. Okay. I didn't realize it was just one song. Yeah. I listened I listened to all that stuff and it's, it's really great. But I, I do love the departure that you've made with Up and Away. I, it's, it's my favorite thing I've heard of yours yet. Amazing. So. Great, um, great. And can you tell me a little bit about the cover of Up and Away, I I really love the cover. It's sure. a block print. Is that right? Oh, uh, it's well, actually, I was at the time I was thinking, you know, what I wanted the cover to be because I always work on on my album covers. And I was thinking, you know, that the 
the sound of this album is vintage and it's you know it sounds like it's from another time and i i started looking at medieval woodcuts um and i bought some books uh i was you know i was really fascinated by them and then i was searching on the internet and i found this drawing that's that had like two musicians playing together so you know that image kind of clicked and i decided to do something similar you know to people playing together um, yeah it's a drawing but yeah i was i'm I, I was inspired uh by medieval woodcuts basically yeah i love it and i also love the cut it is the vinyl going to be orange like the digital version vinyl is going to be blue oh okay. uh, limit limited edition it also reminded me of uh billy childish has a book of woodcuts have you ever seen that book he's a british blues punk psych rock and roll guy oh that i need to check that out <laughs> yeah I'll send it to you. All right. Well, um, I'm going to let you go here in a little bit. But what are you looking forward to besides your record coming out in 2022? I think the one thing I'm looking forward to is just to sing this record, you know, in front of an audience. Um, that's the main thing I'm looking forward to. What What do you think um, your instrumentation will be? Do, will you have a full band? Well, that all depends. I'd love to, you know, I mean, because... Uh, five out of the ten songs, Christos is playing the bazooki, but I'm not. I'm not sure if we could all, you know, jump on a plane and go to the U.S. because we're gonna be like seven people if we do that, or six. We're already wow. five. You are. Yeah, we're five people in the band, so it all depends, I guess. Okay. Well, either way, I look forward to it. I hope you make it over here. I mean, I do or too. you go somewhere else, and I I get to travel somewhere else to see you. <laughs> Why don't you play in play in Athens and let me know, and I'll make an excuse to go see you guys. That, yeah, sure, sure thing. <laughs> we're definitely playing in Athens, and we're definitely playing full band in Athens because all right. we're all we're all going to be here, so it's going to be easier. Yeah, and I can come back for longer than uh, the twelve hours I was there. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well. Um, awesome. Thanks for for your time and congratulations on this record. It's it's thank wonderful. you thank you so much you're welcome and uh if you travel travel safe thank you thanks right. so much you're welcome it's been a pleasure bye bye
you cry.